Dear listeners, the report on inflation came out today, and it is staggeringly bad, which is certainly not what we're looking for, but in the same respect, it probably shouldn't be surprising the way things are going. You would have to be buried under a rock, not looking at anything to not understand that prices are rising right now. So we're going to go ahead and get into that, and we're going to get into it from the perspective of average Joe person. Uh, just like I am and just like you probably are. I'm not going to dig into this from a stock market perspective or anything like that. I'm curious how it's hitting an average household, an average family. So we'll dig into that. But before we do, I am Dan. This is the Soul of Wisdom. Thank you for joining me. If you haven't already done so with this channel, please do take a moment to hit that subscribe button, hit the notification bell so you know when we post new videos, and go ahead and like this video at the end if you enjoy the content. This costs you nothing to do. It makes a huge difference in how quickly we reach people. We are growing quickly. We'll grow even faster with your help. So I do appreciate it. All right, let's go ahead and dig into this. I am going to pull up an article from the Daily Mail. Uh, Title of the article, Biden calls inflation skyrocketing to a 40-year high, quote, elevated, and again insists it's temporary. President tries to spin prices by soaring 7.5% in the highest market spike since 1982, with Americans having to pay an extra $250 a month. That is certainly not what we're looking for. Article reads, the U.S. inflation rate hit a 40-year high, prices rising 7.5% from last year. The Labor Department announced on Thursday it's the highest spike since February 82, and a certain blow to George George. Joe Biden's standing with American voters less than a year before the crucial midterm elections. Uh, Even members of their own party are distancing themselves from the economic disaster with West Virginia Senator Joe Manson taking a veiled swipe at the White House for seeming to, quote, think that spending trillions more of taxpayers' money will cure our problems. Uh, That's actually a very good point and part of the problem. Uh, Quick sideline. You know, I've never covered this in a video, but when the pandemic first started, I was actually in favor of that initial stimulus that went out. And the reason why was we were completely in the dark as to just how bad this was going to be, what this virus was looking like, and what we faced. And we shut down probably harder than we should have. But again, hindsight being 2020, didn't know what we were dealing with. So I was in favor of it at that point in order to keep things moving and keep things crashing. I knew sooner or later you got to come back and you know you got to pay that debt. And I'm very fiscally conservative, but. In the same respect, it didn't feel to me that the right time to let it collapse was in the middle of this big unknown. I was not in favor of all of the subsequent programs that followed the initial the initial spurt. Again, I was there. But, you know, they've just racked up trillions upon trillions. And that's not even including what the Fed is doing with banks and stuff, which is a whole other video. That totals up to trillions more that we're not even talking about. So we'll cover that another time. But it's definitely, you know, this has blown up to such a point, it's definitely playing a role in what we're seeing. Uh, Anyways, to continue, uh, to quote Biden here, while today's report is elevated, forecasters continue to project inflation easing substantially by the end of 2022. And fortunately, we saw positive real wage growth last month. Uh, in and moderation in auto prices, which have made up about a quarter of the headline inflation over the last year. We separately saw good news with new unemployment claims continuing to decline. That's a great sign of the real progress we've made in getting Americans back to work over the last year. 
My administration will continue to be all hands on deck to win this fight. We will continue to rebuild our infrastructure manufacturing so we can make more in America and strengthen our supply chains here at home. We continue to fight for the costs in areas that have held families and workers behind for decades, from prescription drugs to child care to elder care to their energy costs. And we will continue to promote more competition to make our markets more competitive and to give consumers more choices. Okay. So the first thing that I would challenge him on is when he says that he wants to continue to fight against raising energy costs, rising energy costs. Well, energy costs were manageable until this guy got into office. And the first thing he did was he shut down fracking. We canceled the Keystone Pipeline and shut that down. He's made all of this these anti-energy decisions. And, you know, we can sit here and talk all day long about green energy and how we have to move to that. And that may be in the future, but we're kidding ourselves if we're ready for that. We're not. Not totally. Now, I sit in a, a home right now that has solar energy up on the roof. And yes, it can be helpful, but it is not the final answer in the case of powering a home. And I live in sunny Arizona. It doesn't do it all. So, you, you know, it's just, it's not practical at this stage to focus everything on a green energy policy, especially when we're sitting on some of the largest oil reserves in the world largest on the planet right here and we can go get it and we don't have the political will to do it it's it's financial suicide because without energy we're bombed back to the stone age just that quickly we need it so for him to say that he's he's working to keep energy costs in line is kind of a i'm going to throw the bs flag on that one um and then as well you know he cites things like prescription drugs and costs of child care and all this kind of stuff these things are certainly not unimportant, but what hits families more than anything is what they're spending at the gas pump, which I just covered, and what they're spending at the grocery store, okay? So let's go back to this, uh, this screen here for a minute. If you are watching on YouTube and Rumble and you are visually gifted, you can look on the screen because right here, Inflation from January 20 to January 2021, okay? Meat and poultry is up 12.2%. Uh, the producer wife Beth and I are actually on the carnivore diet, so that one really hits us. Uh, cereal up 6.8%. Gasoline up 40%. That's crazy. Airfares up 4.9%. Used cars up 40.5%. Fruit and veg, if you're vegetarian that's up 5.6 okay these are these are huge jumps that you have to be blind not to see at your local supermarket and in so many cases your ability to make alternative choices is getting less and less in the supermarket uh i don't care what anybody says you know people in the president has done it too he's fought against this idea that there's empty shelves there are empty shelves <clears throat> now the good news is none of us are going to starve i have yet to walk into a grocery store even at the height of the pandemic where i couldn't get anything but when your choices keep going lower and lower you keep getting less and less of them then it's harder to manage that food bill because suddenly you have to just settle for what you can get and every week when we go to the grocery store, it feels like compromises, you know, it's uh, 
it's a well we really wanted this thing and it was on sale but they haven't had it since the sale began so we've got to move to this other thing and it's like five dollars more you know and you make these choices all the time i'm willing to bet dear listener that you have too um so for him to say that you know they're looking at prices like prescription drugs and health care and all i get that okay but the most immediate need is feeding your family and getting to where you need to go and i don't see how anything's really being done to to combat those two things and it gets even worse go back to the screen here again if you're visually gifted let me pull up one more thing that i find very interesting so this is from census.gov and this talks about the median household income okay so for 2020 that's the most recent data they've compiled the median household income was $67,521, okay? By the way, when the Daily Mail article points out that the average family is spending $250 more a month because of the inflation just to buy the things that they need, okay? That That's $3,000 a year. That works out on the median household income of 2020 to be 4.5% of that income. So unless you're getting a 4.5% increase from your employer in your wage, uh, you're not offsetting that. That's a huge problem. That's less money that you have for discretionary reasons, less money that you can save for retirement, less money that you can put into the maintenance and upkeep of your, of your valuables like your car and your home. These things are all affected by that, and they're all affected negatively. Now, what's even more interesting is this $67,521 that was the median income in 2020. That is down 2.9% from the median household income in 2019, which was 69560 So income had already fallen on average $2,000 a year for a household. And then on top of that, we're throwing in a $3,000 penalty because of inflation, meaning we have a $5,000 swing in just two years. Wrap your brain around that for a little bit. Now, it's that, that swing, okay, that, that, that large dollar amount that I think has a lot of families frightened right now and probably for good reason. And the thing, too, is that businesses are just going to have to continue to raise their prices to fight this as well. I told you I wanted this to be about families and how a family is infected by, affected rather by inflation. But to be honest, they're going to be affected even more because businesses have to adjust. And I will raise my hand and tell you that just today on the business side of what we do, we've had to adjust our online jewelry business, Art and Soul. We went through this morning and we raised a bunch of our prices and we had to because we were working with one of our wood suppliers. A lot of what we do is made out of wood and we were working with them yesterday and some of the prices of what we need material wise have doubled. We can't absorb that. It has to be passed on. So it makes that problem even worse and worse and worse. <clears throat> so. I guess I would say that this is the problem when you count on government to fix your problems, when you count on government to micromanage everything, when you keep running to them to go, I need help with this, 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 and that, when you allow them to have that power, this is the kind of stuff you get. We allowed them 
to have that power for a couple of years, just blowing money into the economy like crazy, not uh, not with any kind of discipline whatsoever. And again, I was in favor of the uh, the initial spend, but the all the spends afterwards never made sense to me. And now uh, I feel justified in my view on that because here we are with the average household now being down $5,000 a year from what they would have been two years ago between the 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 uh, lowering in the average household income and then the effect of inflation and that is not good what do we do about it I'm not completely sure I don't have all the answers and Lord knows I'm not an economist but I'm smart enough to know that this is broken and I'm smart enough to know that if I have a representative who's voting for stuff that continues to break this they're not going to get my vote come November I'm going to go ahead and leave it there, but I'd be curious to know what you think about this. How is inflation affecting you, affecting you rather? And what do you think about uh, the fact that it's all the way up to 7.5% January over January? Does that frighten you as much as it frightens me? Let me know your thoughts in the comments. I do appreciate it. And again, uh, please do take a moment to like, subscribe, share, hit the punchy thing on Rumble, or leave a review on the podcast side if that's where you're listening. I'll leave it there. Until next time I see you, thank you for watching.